0: to the Falcoholic Lives Senior Bowl 2023 day one recap I am your host Kevin Knight as you can see a little extra crispy tonight uh from an extremely sunny day of practice unexpectedly sunny I might add uh I think about 75 percent of the uh, media is probably pretty cooked uh I do think that the lighting in here probably makes it look a little worse than it is but uh You know, certainly not ideal, but uh, we we pushed through. You know, the players are out there grinding and and we're grinding in the stands too, uh, getting sunburned. But other than that, uh, a great day of practice at the Senior Bowl uh, for both teams. Got a lot of notes to bring you with regards to both the national team and the American team. National practice was in the morning, the American team was in the afternoon. Um, So we'll get to some of the guys that stood out. Just to keep in mind, it is uh, just the first day of practice, so not always the best day to draw conclusions from. Um, as you'll see, and it's it's typical the the quarterbacks and the receivers generally aren't on the same page, uh, even when the quarterbacks are good. So there's there's some some kinks to work out with the offenses, but other than that, uh, a pretty good day of practice, especially for the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, and a lot to get to, uh, and I still have to write up the written version of this content. So we're not going to go too long, but I do want to bring you guys sort of my quick notes from this. If you guys have any specific questions, feel free to throw those in. Uh, we are seventy-five percent of the way funded. We're definitely on track based on my current uh, fund projections to have everything covered. Um, so the yeah, anything you guys can. Contribute is great. If you don't want to contribute financially, you could contribute with that like and subscribe. Those help us out in a big way also. We really appreciate that as well. Um, so let's dive right in to the first day of Senior Bowl practices. Uh, I watched the offensive and defensive lines primarily for the national team to kick things off. And then for the second practice in the afternoon, that was the American team. I watch the wide receivers and defensive backs. So that's where my emphasis is going to be on each position, you know, for each team. Um, There's going to be more of an emphasis there, but there were some team sessions as well, which was nice. We haven't always gotten those on the first day of practice. So, um, you know, I do have a little bit of, of takes on the other position groups as well, but mostly my, my focus, particularly for the first practice, which was the national team was on the offensive and defensive lines. Um, as well as the running backs. So to kick things off, um, the guy that I I have circled as my biggest winners, there's one on the defensive line and one on the offensive line. Um, Keanu Benton, the the nose tackle from Wisconsin, you guys have probably heard me talk about him before, but he had a very good day, very effective day. Uh, Definitely loved watching him dominate on the interior. um, And... The exterior player that had a great day also was offensive tackle Dewan Jones from Ohio State, who you probably heard uh, measured in with like the longest arms in Senior Bowl history and certainly looked the part. Uh, he was sort of a smothering presence on the offensive line. Terrific player. Uh, really enjoyed watching him. There were another uh, number of other very good offensive linemen uh, that stood out in this one. Uh, Cody Mock from North Dakota State started off at tackle. Um, they did move him to guard pretty early in practice. And I think once he moved to guard, uh, just really took off and, and was playing extremely well. And that's that's noteworthy considering he hasn't played much guard at this point. Um, Jalen Duncan, the offensive tackle from Maryland, uh, also had a pretty strong day overall. Uh, liked his game as well. Um, and those were sort of the big standouts um, from those position groups. I think there were a number of edge rushers that impressed Isaiah Foskey is the big one for me, uh, who really dominated. I think Blake Freeland on a couple of reps and, and did a great job overall in practice against everyone except DeJuan Jones, but pretty much everyone uh, had issues trying to get around Dewan Jones. Uh, just such a massive man. Um, yeah, I think those are my main guys on the d- offensive and defensive lines from this one that stood out. Obviously we'll have a few more days um, to sort of see, what develops, see who sort of continues to impress. Um, I did like Ivan Pace Jr., the Cincinnati linebacker. I thought he looked pretty quick, thought he looked uh, explosive. Um, That's definitely someone to monitor. Uh, Georgia Tech's Keon White had some good reps from the edge and from the inside, he was productive as well. And then um, KJ Henry Clemson's edge rusher, I also really enjoyed uh, his. I enjoyed his his game as well today. So those were the guys that sort of stood out in that area. Um, two running backs I also had written down as guys that I really enjoyed watching. Uh, Texas' Roshan Johnson, a.k.a. the second fiddle to Bijan Robinson. Uh, really good player in his own right. Just a hair over six foot, 225, but looked explosive. Caught the ball well. Pass blocked well. Uh, ran the ball well. Just did, had a really good day. Also liked Illinois' Chase Brown. He looked uh, well put together. He looked like a good player. Uh, Had a good weigh-in at 215 as well. It's a pretty good weight for him. So that was another one that I I, uh, thought performed well from the first practice. Um, The wide receivers and DBs for this group, like I said, I didn't focus on them as much in this one. Um, I will say that I liked what I saw from uh, Puka Nakua from BYU. I think he was sort of the clear winner of the first practice from the wide receiver group um i'm sure it helps that he has college quarterback to throw him the ball too but that was that was a big one and then um cincinnati's trey tucker uh he actually had a pretty good uh measure and weigh in he did measure in almost exactly five nine um but he he measured in at almost 190 at 187 and that was big for him um there were concerns he was going to be in the 170s or lower so him measuring in close to 190 is a much, much better weight and puts him uh, in a re- relatively normal uh, NFL wide receiver level at this point. So um, eliminates some of the concern there, certainly. Um, in the in terms of the DBs, I didn't watch them extensively, like I said, but I did uh, like what I saw from uh, Caillou Blue Kelly. Uh, from Stanford, I thought he had a good day overall. And then Daniel Scott, the safety from California, got his hands on a pick. Had a couple other nice plays in coverage. Um, so there were, there were a couple of good uh, performances there. Um, Jeff Miller asks about uh, the new defensive coordinator. Uh, I imagine you're talking about uh, Nielsen and... Jerry Gray coming into we'll def I'll definitely touch on them before we wrap up tonight a little bit um for sure and then we'll have like a full show about that after the Senior Bowl's over uh, and sort of once we learn more about what they're planning to do um so we'll definitely keep you guys posted on that um that was all I think that's pretty much everyone I have written down for the national team um a pretty good showing overall um they definitely did a lot of one on ones and a lot of team session with the national team. Um, which hasn't always have been the case on the first day. So it was certainly nice to see that. Um, Fast forwarding to the American team, which was in the afternoon. This is notably the team with Charles London as the offensive coordinator, Falcons coach. Um, With this group, I watched more of the receivers and defensive backs um, and spent just a little bit of time on the offensive and defensive lines. So more of my takes here are focused on those groups. Um, And I will say, like, most of the receivers, I think, looked pretty good from this group. I think this is clearly the better receiver group um, of the two. Uh, This is the group that has Rasheed Rice, and he was, I think, pretty clearly the best receiver, at least in terms of overall measurables, traits, and how he played on the field. Um, Also, Houston's Nathaniel, Tank, Dell. Uh, I think a lot of people expected him to perform well in this sort of environment where he's getting a lot of opportunities... To, to have one-on-ones um but he absolutely did uh a great job you know he he was pretty much uncoverable just really showing off his movement skills he did weigh in uh at 163 5'8, 163 and that it's gonna be very concerning for nfl teams this is very low weight um you know bottom percentile weight essentially so it's gonna be tough um for him to really find a consistent role in the NFL, but the talent's clearly there. He had a great day of practice uh, when he gets in one-on-one situations. I mean, he's very, very dangerous. Um, also really enjoyed uh, watching Iowa State's Xavier Hutchinson. I know he has some fans in the Falcons community as well. Uh, quality day from him. Uh, liked what I saw there. Very physical receiver. Um Princeton guy, uh, Andre uh came in at nearly 6'3", uh, 2'12", great weigh-in. You could tell he was really fast, really athletic, good hands. Um, looked looked not quite as polished as like a Rasheed Rice, but you could tell why people are hyped about him. I thought he did have a good day overall. And, um, you know, I think if there were some, some better passes, he probably would have showed out even more. But uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, and then... I think I think those are all the receivers that I really liked out of this group. Um, you know, there there's so many good ones that's hard to stand out to. Um, but those were the guys I think that that were the, the winners from today. Um, in terms of uh, Wicks is the other one I wanted to mention. He definitely had a good day as well. Um, Virginia receiver uh, in terms of the DBs, Alabama's DeMarco Helms got his hands on a few passes. Uh, I thought he had a pretty good day. The safety uh I think Miami's Tyreek Stevenson had maybe the most consistent day of any corner. I think he he was pretty consistently smothering guys. Uh, very nice performance from him. Um also I think had some really nice reps from Kansas State cornerback uh Julius Brents uh who is maybe the longest of all the defensive backs here at uh 6'3", 200 um you know tremendous size. Tremendous length and knows how to use it. I really liked what we saw from him today. So he's definitely someone to keep an eye on. Um, Also saw uh, South Alabama's Daryl Luter Jr. He did get smoked by Rasheed Rice. It did happen. Uh, You've probably seen the clip of it. But um, I think overall he did have a pretty good day. Other than that, um, I enjoyed watching him and then the couple of offensive and defensive linemen I did see during the team sessions uh running backs uh J Spears the running back from Tulane had a great day he he looked great as a pass catcher he did weigh in at over 200 pounds, which is big for him some people thought he would be 185 190 whatever and that's pretty that's pretty low for an NFL running back um so to come in at over 200 and look good out there at that weight is is good for him that's definitely going to be good for his stock um in terms of the other guys, on the defensive line, the defensive line really sort of came alive in the team session. They, they were very disruptive. Um, Iowa State edge rusher Will McDonald, the fourth, had a nice coverage rep, dropped back, broke up a pass, uh, was was a productive pass rusher as well, uh, liked like what I saw there. Um, also saw uh, the usual, you know, who you'd expect, right? Like Derek Hall from Auburn um, had a tremendous performance today uh you could tell he's one of the first round projected guys here right um just really strong really tough to block consistently disruptive um like what you see there uh certainly right on on target uh tcu's dylan horton the other edge rusher um he was good he had a sack looked looked like a good player as well um and then on the offensive line well, let me get to Jalen Redman, too, the uh, interior defensive lineman from Oklahoma. Um, someone that I was uh, that I was interested in going in. Um, he did have a good day. He was consistently in there. He's a little undersized, um, but did did weigh in better than expected at uh, 293. There were some buzzes that he might be like in the 270s. So to be at 293, much closer to like an NFL defensive tackle weight. And I think that's sort of where he's going to play uh, going forward. So uh, definitely liked what I saw there. Um, This group does have a pretty good offensive line group, particularly on the interior. Uh, John Michael Schmitz, the center, I think was probably the best overall offensive lineman um, on the American team. I think he did a great job today. Consistently good. Uh, Osiris Torrance, the Florida guard, uh, also had a great day. Played very well. Um, And then at tackle, uh, Syracuse's Matthew Bergeron, I think was just rock solid all day long. Um, And then Darnell Wright from Tennessee. uh, Another guy, just very technically sound, played well, um, handled the one-on-ones without too much trouble. Um, yeah, had a good day. So definitely, uh, liked what I saw from the American group. I think the American group looked like a better team overall. I think the talent is higher on the American group. Um, so I, I do think that this was the, the better practice. I think, um, I think this was this probably looks like the better team overall. We'll see how it evolves over the course of the week. But I certainly like the receivers better. I did like the uh, edge rushers here. I like the DBs better. Um, you know, I, I think maybe the tackles on the national team are are better. You know, they got Dewan Jones there. Um, but other than that, I, I do think the American team looked better. It was a more exciting practice. Um, so we'll see if that continues going forward. But those were the guys that I, I have sort of circled to start things off. Um... So yeah, if you guys have other questions, we can get to some of those. I know, I know, uh, we had some questions about the coaching hires today. Um, the Falcons did sign, officially sign uh, Jerry Gray to be the co-head coach. Um, so that's that's a good hire. I think they there was rumblings that they were going to do it before. So certainly thought that was a good hire. Um, we'll see what his like actual job title is. I imagine he's going to be. Um, pretty involved with secondary. It seems like he's going to help Ryan Nielsen get his feet wet as a defensive coordinator. So that would be good. Um, Nacho asks, uh, what about Carl Brooks, the Bowling Green defensive tackle? Um, Brooks, I honestly didn't get a great look at. Um, he is someone that is interesting. Um, but where is Brooks? I'm trying to figure out even what team he's on at this point um yeah he's on the national team I do I do remember him at 13 doing something but I have to go back through my clips still so it's possible he he did make some more plays uh today than than I personally noticed that's always you know sometimes that's gonna happen um but I do I do think uh there were there's some some talent here on the defensive line for sure um, like Keanu Benton, I think is probably, if he continues like this, he's going to definitely be in an, er- an earlier day two pick than maybe some were hoping. Um, I think, uh, the interior offensive line guys have, have really shown out, you know, Cody Mock can clearly play it. Uh, that helps. And then I think the, the receivers, even the couple guys from the national team, you know, Puka Nakua probably working himself into that day two conversation now. Um, and then you've got guys like, you know, Rasheed Rice, everybody knows how good he is. Xavier Hutchinson, um, you know, Tank Dell. If people can get over the size, right? Uh, he lo- he looks good. He looks fun. Uh, Jay, yeah, I did mention Keon White. He he did have a good day. Um, I thought he was a quality contributor. I thought he had some some good plays. Uh, as a pass rusher, um, and they they did move him around a fair amount between edge and the interior. And I think that's probably what they're going to, you know, NFL teams are going to ask him to do too. Um, so yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Um, Brandon Garrett Williams, not at the senior bowl because he's still recovering from injury. So Garrett Williams was not here. Um, Malik Cunningham, the Louisville quarterback was also not at practice. I don't know what's going on there. We'll see if there's any sort of update on that, but, um, did not see him out there. So there's only two quarterbacks right now on the national team. As a result, I imagine Malik Cunningham is coming to the senior bowl, but just wasn't here yet. That's my guess, but I I don't know. Um, In terms of other guys I haven't touched on yet, um, Jake Wiley, or excuse me, uh, Josh Wiley, the Cincinnati tight end, I thought he was sort of the best of the tight ends today, um, in terms of, like, the most consistent guy, but, um, you know, it, it was hard to say, there weren't a lot of, like, super accurate passes happening, so that, you know, it is what it is, um figgy asks uh hall the auburn, auburn edge how do you look? he look He looked good yeah no I, I think Derek hall was definitely one of the best defensive linemen here clearly you can tell you can sort of tell the first round picks like who they are without knowing who they are generally like that's what should happen here is they just look better than the competition and and i think with foskey and with Derek hall that was certainly the case today you know dewan jones is another example um didn't see much of Isaiah Maguire. I know he has his fans, um, but I personally didn't see a ton from him today. Um, Mad Tom K.S. was uh, Xavier Hutchinson practicing with the wide receivers or the tight ends? Wide receivers, for sure. Um, he's he's not going to be a tight end. He's uh, He did come in a little shorter than expected. I think he was like a little under 6'2", 207. I mean, that's still good size but um not as big as i think some thought he was gonna be i think some were like maybe six three or something like that um but honestly i i think um for now it's you know he's gonna be a wide receiver um he looks like a good wide receiver to me i wouldn't move him off that spot uh, i think that's probably the way to go so um let's say say farewell to uh aaron freeman everyone he just he just left the building aaron has left the building but um yeah, Will McDonald IV definitely had a great day. He was one of the better... He, I I, haven't, I hadn't watched Will McDonald, to be honest with you, really, uh, before this week. Not a guy I had a ton of experience with, but definitely impressed. Um, impressed by him. He he dropped into zone coverage well. He broke up a pass, and I thought he was one of the more consistent pass rushers, too. So, um, so far, for sure, Will McDonald is absolutely standing out. He's helping himself out. Uh, Brandon also asked about Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson's not here. That... He's I think he's a junior, so that's why he's not here. For those that don't know, the senior bowl is really only seniors or players who have graduated early. So any anybody that's not doesn't fit one of those requirements can't actually participate. Um so that's why some of these top guys that you're thinking of, um, they're not here. Uh that that's why. Um like a guy like Paris Johnson Jr., I would love if he was here. I would love to watch him and Dewan Jones at the same time. Uh, you know, that they were dominant in college would be fun to see them at the senior bowl too. But uh, they did not uh, they're they're not both here. Um, all right, once sec- yeah Fosky was good. Um, fosky was was very good. Um, other than Dewan Jones, who did pancake him, but Dewan Jones did that to everybody. um Fosky gave every other tackle a lot of trouble. Um, he he uh pancakes Blake Blake Freeland. He put him right on his back. That was really impressive. Um, Foskey just just did a great job. He definitely looked like a first round pick to me. I enjoyed that. Um, he did a, he did a good job. Um, so so I'm definitely still high on Fosky. I think he's he's been playing well. Um, Brandon asks thoughts on Paris Johnson and BJ. Uh, I assume you mean BJ Ojolari, the edge defender. Brandon. Um I love Paris Johnson. I just took him for the Falcons at eight um in the last mock draft. You know, it's I'm not really sure. I'm not really decided yet if I like I'm not really sure if I if I like Johnson or Broderick Jones more at this point. I'm still kind of undecided. I do think that's a very tough call between those two. Um but you know, I think if the Falcons want someone to play left like if the Falcons are gonna keep McGarry either this year or long-term or whatever, then I think Paris Johnson's probably who you go with um, because I think he's probably the better long-term left tackle. He is also a very good left guard. He played it for several years. Um, and then if they're if they're looking for someone to play right tackle immediately, I think it's probably Broderick Jones. He has experience at right tackle, um, and I think he's sort of a plug-and-play guy there and certainly fits what the Falcons want to do. So that it depends on what they want, but I think, both are good it just depends like is he playing left guard immediately is he going to be the Jake Matthews heir or is he the replacement for Caleb McGarry that's sort of the question between those two for me I think they're both absolutely top 10 caliber offensive linemen it's just who do you choose there um yeah Floyd Donnelly uh Siaki Ika did not come to the senior bowl is disappointing certainly um he's not here he pulled out uh, some other guys that did pull out um, Devon Witherspoon, uh, Will Levis, um, you know, a couple of guys there. Tyree Wilson did not uh, attend either. Um, some of these guys are still recovering from injury. So that's that's part of it. But um, yeah, definitely. There were some guys that did not show. Um, I think Andrew Voorhees is no, is actually not on the, the roster either. I noticed that this evening when I was looking through stuff. And that's disappointing. I um, was definitely hoping to see him. So, um, there's always a few guys that pull out. Uh, that's just how it goes sometimes. Um, we did see uh, Kenny McIntosh, the Georgia running back, get hurt today as well. That was the only injury that I noticed. Um, hopefully, he's okay. He did uh, get off the field. He did not return, but um, hopefully that's okay. Um, Alright, give me one sec. I need, need some, some liquid. Had some business at Crystal Lake, yeah. Had to go maul some some uh, some other defensive linemen somewhere else. Um, yeah, I was disappointed because Voorhees was definitely one of the guys I was really excited to see. Um, yeah, uh, Louise Gu- Guierme, um asks, uh, With the franchise tag prices set, what do you think the Falcons will end up doing with Caleb McGarry? I, I do think they're either going to tag him or sign him to like a two to three year deal. I would not be surprised if they do tag him. I mean, I know it's expensive, but um, it's really dangerous to give extensions to guys that are sort of one year wonders. Um, So I'm comfortable tagging him, just seeing how it plays out. And then if he has another good year, then I think you can be comfortable giving him that extension. And if he doesn't, you just let him walk. Um, I think it's like you probably tag him and draft a tackle relatively high, you know, either, you know, in the first three rounds, something like that. So that way you have a backup plan. And ideally that backup plan can be your heir apparent to Jake Matthews. If you do keep uh, McGarry long-term. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have to see what they decide, but I think that's probably where I'm leaning. Um, uh, Brandon asked, Brandon says the $1. Thanks, Brandon. Let's go. Rashid rice. Yeah, he was, he was great. He was excellent. Certainly. I think, looked like the best overall prospect i mean i think tank dell had probably the most like impressive individual reps but we all know tank dell that's sort of gonna be his thing right he's gonna really wreck the one-on-ones he's gonna do a great job there because he, without like he's just a guy that's going to feast without full contact, without full safety help. The question with Dell is, like, how is he going to handle NFL corners and getting tackled by NFL safeties and stuff like that? Like, can he hold up to that contact? It's not whether or not he can be a productive receiver. Because I think if he can stay healthy, he can absolutely be a productive receiver. It's really more about, you know, his health. Can he stay healthy? Because he, he did weigh in, you know, at a low weight. Um, and another guy that I do want to watch, um, that I didn't get a chance to watch a lot that I'm going to be paying attention to tomorrow is Jaden Reed from Michigan State. He actually, they do like live speed tracking and things like that, like next gen stats. Um, and Jaden Reed is a guy that I really liked his tape. I didn't watch the right wide receivers a lot for the national team, but he was clocked, I think, with the fastest wide receiver speed on the national team at like 20 miles an hour. And I, I was wondering, you know, if, if this was a guy that was actually that fast, like I was, I was interested in knowing his, his long speed, but over 20 is, is pretty good. That's probably four fours. Um, so that would be big for his stock and, and make him an even better fit. I think for the Falcons, um, we got, uh, Muragod asking about Andre Carter. Um, Andre Carter is eligible to be drafted. They did officially like approve that with a bill or whatever in Congress that he's allowed to be drafted and play football. Um, I thought he had an okay day um you know, I think Carter is one of those polarizing prospects. It's just like he's such a weird body type um and a weird style you know he's like a six foot six edge rusher that's that basically is a stand up wide nine edge rusher and that's just a weird archetype um I certainly think there's room for him he did come in at six six two fifty so it's like really tall um not it's sort of skinny, you know, and sort of a speed rusher, which is an unusual style for that size profile certainly. I do think that he's interesting. Um I don't think he had a particularly good or bad day. I think it was sort of a quiet day and that's fine. Um but we'll see how how he sort of comes along over the the course of the week. Um let's see. Um Yeah, uh, Nico's asking about uh, the running backs. I mean, I think Roshan Johnson from Texas was sort of the big standout alongside uh, Ty J Spears from Tulane, but those are probably more like early day three guys Spears, maybe even a little bit earlier given he way Spears weighing in over 200 was really big for him. I think that's really going to have teams, you know, thinking about him as a potential starting running back now, and not just a committee member. Um, and he looked great. Roshan Johnson, more of the archetypal, you know, uh, bell cow back right at over six foot 225 pounds uh looks completely cut looks great looks explosive he certainly looks the part you know and he's doesn't have the wear and tear because he was playing behind a guy like Bijan. so that's a that's a benefit um that's definitely something you don't get too upset about um you know i would say the quarterbacks as a whole didn't have a great day but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read too much into that until we get like a lot of days of that right? Um, because last year, the first day, even with that great quarterback class at the senior bowl where they had like the top six quarterbacks in the draft, um, all at the senior bowl, the first day was pretty sloppy. So I'm not going to judge too harshly. The first day is always sloppy at these sorts of things. It's the same with training camp or whatever. Um, so it, it, you know, don't read too much into it. Don't worry about it too much, but, um, that's sort of, uh, you know, that's something to monitor. Like if, if the quarterbacks don't improve at all, um, you know, there's there's certainly questions about like, you know, how much are we really going to be able to evaluate the wide receivers of the DBs if the quarterbacks don't get it together. So hopefully they will uh get it together there. Um another guy that I was really interested in um was JL Skinner, the Boise State safety. He did measure in legitimately over 6'4, uh 211 pounds, and he looks every bit of it like he looks long. The one thing I'll say, like, his upper half is ripped, his thighs ripped but his like lower legs are just tiny and i don't understand it (laughs) i I don't know why um it does bug me a little bit and and you know i don't really know what's going on with that um it's a little bit concerning (laughs) because I, i don't like you know i've never seen any physicality issues or anything like that on tape but it was a little bit odd looking to see these tiny ankles uh attached to these this giant body um so yeah, he skipped like day. Mad, it sounds like I don't. I don't know what's going on there, but um, that was a little bit uh, interesting. So um, we got Brandon with the one dollar. Thanks so much, Brandon. He says, uh, "If we if we do tag or let McGarry walk, what do you think about bringing in DeWan Jones as the new right tackle?" Yeah, I mean, I do wonder like how it would happen, right? Unless they're going to take him at eight which I still think is probably early for Jones. But if he keeps this up all week, I could see teams really getting excited about him. Um, the du- the thing about Dewan Jones that I'll say is I'm not really sure he's, like, a zone scheme player. Like, really? I mean, like, I- he can probably do it. He is a good athlete for his size, but the Falcons really ask their tackles to, like, get out there and block. I'm not really sure that that he's going to be able to get the range and hit those second level blocks the Falcons will want from the tackle position. Um they're that's why I'm leaning more towards like a Broderick Jones or a Paris Johnson. But those guys are a little bit smaller, but they're they're much better athletes overall. Um and I think the Falcons do need a certain amount of athleticism to run that wide zone stuff to really hit the blocks and the landmarks that they need those guys to hit and I'm 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 not saying Dewan Jones can't do it because I don't know. I mean, he is a really interesting unique prospect so I won't rule it out but there's I think there's a chance where he's sort of probably is better to like a, a gap power sort of system um and that's just not the Falcons don't really run enough of that to justify him as a starter they're they're really gonna want I think someone with more mobility but um if they do want Dewan Jones I mean it's probably gonna have to be a eight because if he keeps playing like this he's not gonna make it out of the top 20 you know top 25 uh at all like he's, he's gonna, he was already a guy that was getting mocked in the late first, um, you know, regularly. So that could definitely push him even further up the board, uh, this, this good week at the senior bowl here. Um, yeah, guys, uh, I think, I think that pretty much covers all my notes for today. I'm gonna get some more clips out if I get a chance here and, uh, finish up the written write up, which will have basically the same information, but, you know, click on it to make Dave happy, of course. Um, but yeah, I do really appreciate, everyone for tuning in uh everyone for hanging out with me tonight uh for those of you that are listening to the audio if you do want to ask questions or donate to the fund you can do so offline as well at streamlabs.com slash slash tip and we will read your question on the next live show which will be tomorrow wednesday at 8 p.m eastern uh we'll be having one of these shows after every senior bowl practice so you can look forward to that um yeah i will be i will be sort of doing the reverse of what I did today, yesterday, uh, uh, tomorrow. So for the national team, I'll be watching the receivers and DBs more. And then for the American team, I'll be watching the offensive defensive lines more to get sort of a, uh, get sort of a, a full picture. And then, um, you know, day three, I'll just watch the guys that I, I think are, are standing out the most that are really, uh, really, you know, the, the big names, I'll just pay attention to them. You know, the guys, um, or the guys that we haven't seen much of. So, Uh, Still got two full practices to get to. Hopefully we won't have any weather issues like last year. Uh, That'd be really disappointing. So, um, again, guys, I really appreciate everyone hanging out with us tonight here on the Falcoholic Live. Uh, Like, subscribe, leave us that five-star review on the podcast platform. Uh, If you're interested in supporting us, you can go to Patreon and do that as well. Patreon.com slash the Falcoholic or slash Falcoholic Live. Yeah, and stay tuned to the for all that tremendous written content. I know with me here... um, other guys have covered the, the Nielsen and the gray signings in more depth. So if you want more of that stuff now, before we get to like, um, like I'll do a full alcoholic live on it next week, on uh, next Wednesday's show. But, um, you know, for now, uh, you're probably better off getting your takes from the guys, uh, on the site because I think they are going to be, uh, covering that in more depth with me sort of handling the draft takes here in mobile. Um, but again, Thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you next time on the Falcoholic Live. Until then, have a great night, folks.